Previously on Newsbreak, Lotus FM. As the situation got worse over time, it was just emotionally taxing to be so far away from family, to not know that I'd be able to come back should God forbid anything awful happen. Um, and this is what prompted me to be able to reach out to Durko and try and find a way to be repatriated because it was physically impossible to get back unless you were repatriated by SAA. What was that process like? All in all, it took me roughly a week to be able to get through. I began by contacting Durko officers, trying to reach out to them on social media using platforms like Twitter, get some attention. And this is how I got contacted by people working for Durko who provided me with additional email addresses for the consulate. I had a bit of difficulty with actually contacting the embassy and the consulate in London. I managed to have a go-to with an email to the High Commissioner, and I was then informed that my details had been logged with Durko. And after this, on Friday, I believe it was the 9th of April, I received an email in the afternoon mentioning that there would be a repatriation flight on Sunday the 12th. And so obviously you boarded the flight and then you land in South Africa. Once you landed in South Africa, what happened? As you are aware, the UK is quite a high-risk country and it was necessary that we could give consent to be placed into a quarantine facility. So once we arrived in South Africa, I was repatriated to Cape Town. Our temperatures were checked once we got to the airport and we were then transported to our various quarantine locations. How long more for you before you return home? My situation was a little bit complex as my parents currently reside in Foggyland and the lockdown procedure is quite difficult in the fact that I have to get all the way from Cape Town on the west coast to the east coast of South Africa and then try to cross another international border. So our president Foggyland is in a lockdown until the 6th of May and I anticipate that once I'm actually able to see my parents will probably be after the 6th of May. Sounds like a really taxing journey just, you know, to be safe at home. Um, how have you been dealing with this? Yeah, I won't lie, it does get a little bit frustrating. Um, there are days when it can be quite daunting because I feel so close yet so far to my family. I'm so grateful that I'm actually in South Africa. That's definitely miles closer than I was to begin with. But I've when the lockdown first started, I tried as best as possible to maintain my same routine, wake up and get dressed and pretend I was actually going to do work. Um, and then sit at my desk. Whilst I've been in quarantine, I've honestly, I've just been trying to read books. Um, I've, I've been lucky enough to come over with my laptop and have some work that I need to do. So I'm trying to keep myself busy so as not to think of anything else. There's been a lot of discussion about the way South Africa is handling um, COVID-19. And of course, authorities assure us that testing processes are stringent. Your assessment of the way either social distancing, screening or even testing was handled by authorities? In all honesty, I can say that I'm really proud of South Africa for the effort that has been put in. Like I say, coming from the UK with the social distancing and the protocol that was there, things seem to be quite relaxed. But from what I observed from where it was where our journey started in the airport to getting onto the plane and now being in quarantine, I think that the measures put in place are quite strict in South Africa and I'm really grateful for it because we all are well aware that we wouldn't be able to cope should our curve increase exponentially. News break. Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.